Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Drew Whitson on the line, and he's a multifamily real estate investor, syndicator, and coach over at Whitson Capital. Drew, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Within Capital, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and in your career? Sure. So I was a, a graduate of Bethel University in St. Paul, Minnesota, and my first uh, job after graduating with a degree in economics and finance was working for a small investment banking company in downtown St. Paul. Uh, it was a company that focused on uh, in real estate investments. We, we syndicated uh, net leased uh, properties um, into the um, into the uh, broker dealer network, and so I spent several years there working on both acquiring assets into the funds and disposing of assets out of the funds. So I really had a great initial um, sort of foray into the investment world. Uh, from there, I, I finished up getting an, an MBA at the University of Minnesota, and I went on to work for Target Corporation in uh, downtown Minneapolis, and spent um, nearly a decade there working in. Uh, various finance corporate planning roles, um, capital uh, forecasting planning, um, and really sort of had a, a great exposure across the sort of the finance pyramid, building my uh, corporate finance skills. Um, however, at the same time, I also started um, building up a sort of real estate portfolio um, on my own. I, I started out by buying single-family homes during the downturn of the of the, the housing crisis, and slowly moved up from there, uh, working my way in from single-family homes at three-plexes to four-plexes, um, and I, one of the first deals I did uh, was a 32-unit, and one of my, my partners and I, who had just purchased a four-unit, we ended up buying this 32-unit, and realized what how in, incredibly easy it was to buy a 32-unit compared to a, a four-plex. Um, mm-hmm. Just the, the, the process of getting the financing was much easier, and, and we really felt like the lender was interested in the performance of the property, not... Um, trying to find every little uh, bit of underwriting on me. So we, we really sort of realized early that that was where we uh, wanted to head was, was larger multifamily um, syndication, and we've been solely building our portfolio. So I had a corporate finance track. I, I ended up uh, moving away from uh, my W-2 job after I was able to be successful enough in real estate, um, and uh, I was able to have some freedom in my career. So I, I do the multifamily syndication uh, in apartment buildings, and I also am a full-time professor of finance at, back at my alma mater at Bethel University in St. Paul. That's awesome, and uh, I love your story because you really have you really went down. You and also you have the vantage point of when you were um, working over at Target. I mean, you just have a lot of different angles. So you come from the institutional side and the um, getting started side, all at the same all mm-hmm. at the same breath. So you really have both angles covered. Let's talk to the just getting started side just for a moment. Um, I know there's some some entrepreneurs and some you know some people out there that are considering at like getting into real estate as an investing career. 
career, and obviously they still have their day job. Um, But what what kind of advice would you give to that new investor that's going out there? And I don't mean trends in the market or what to buy. I mean more so principles and things they should be thinking about before they they jump in. Yeah, I'd say there's there's probably two or three main things. I I think a prospective investor looking to invest in real estate needs to be aware of. I think one is that it is a long-term investment. I think one of the reasons that we can have such superior returns um, in real estate is that there is a lot of transactional costs uh, associated with buying and selling these assets, and there's not a tremendous amount of liquidity, um, especially there is some liquidity in like the single-family home market, but in the larger multifamily um, investment space, part of the part of the benefits that we have is that over time, these assets have risen and uh, very consistently without a lot of volatility. And so my advice for someone is, um, I think, one, uh, make sure that you have some time. Um, real estate investment is a, is a patient, uh, a, a capital investment that requires a lot of patience. Um, and I, I, when I talk with my investors, I, I tell them, you know, my goal for you with in investing money is that I want to double your money in five years, right? I don't want to double your money in six months. I'm not going to double your money in two years. I want to do it in five years. Uh, and so I need that level of, of that time frame and that commitment in order to allow the mechanics of these investments uh, to benefit. Um, it, it's, it's the leverage. Um, it's, the, uh, it's, it's the lift of underlying values uh, related to um, uh, population growth, related to value-add components. So I think really patience is going to be the, the first thing you're going to need to want to have. Um, the second thing you're going to want to have, I think, is, is a good sense of who your partners are going to be. Um, one of the comments I, I tell people often is that real estate is a team sport. I, I've never done a deal all by myself, and I have a lot of really great partners that I can uh, rely on either analytically or from a networking perspective or from a capital perspective, um, and it's a team sport. So I would say if you're going to get into real estate, find some people who align to yourself uh, either from an asset class, geographically, um, and certainly from a value standpoint, uh, and uh, Find other people that you can learn along with and be encouraged by. Um, go to meetups. Um, find sort of a find a community um, because you're going to be able to do do better um, with partners and deals than without them. So that'd be the second thing I'd, I'd encourage people to do is find a good a good partnership and a network uh, community to help uh, learn and guide your sort of foray into this industry. Oh, that's awesome! Great advice there. Um, let's switch it up a bit, Drew. I want to get into what you're doing over at Whitson Capital. So you yep. gave us some um, some higher level things. Let's get a little bit more into it. So uh, first, tell me a little bit more about the company, please. Sure. So Whitson Capital is sort of my uh, just sort of the holding company that represents all of the um, real estate investments that I am am part of. Um, so it's it, in, every time you do a new investment, you are actually creating a new company. Um, so right now, for example, I am closing on a 276-unit apartment building in Huntsville, Alabama. It's the the rocket city of the of the South. Um, but with that asset, um, we have to create a new entity. So every time you start this new entity, you restack your investors and represents a different amount of ownership. So Whitson Capital is just sort of the brand name that I use for all of the investments um, that I held across that I hold across the country. Um, I currently own and am and under contract on about 1,600 units, primarily in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, and then the Mid-South area, Little Rock, Memphis, um, uh, Huntsville, Alabama, so that, that sort of Mid-South area. Uh, so that's kind of what we're working on right now. I've got a deal closing um, in the, this Huntsville deal, this 276 units. I also have uh, a 314 unit in Memphis that is 
um, also set to close here before uh, the end of 2019. And these are both properties that represent, I think, some very similar types of characteristics. Um, one is that we're buying these properties that are they're completely full. Like we have, they're full of tenants. Um, they are, they're, they're mostly stabilized assets. So these properties that we can come in um, and begin, you know, collecting rent immediately. They're not majorly distressed. However, we do have some value add components, which means that we think we can, we can help make the property perform a little bit better, um, either by doing a couple things. One, uh, making some renovations to the units themselves, which will provide some higher levels of rent. We can uh, execute some exterior landscaping, exterior deferred maintenance, which will help provide a better overall apartment complex and will make it more attractive to the next buyer. Um, and three, they sort of sit in what we call like a BC asset class, right? Um, if you think of A class as your highest, nicest, brand new glass and steel buildings on the edge of, you know, the river or the lake, um, or your D class apartments, which are your, you know, your, your really rundown uh, apartment buildings where bullets fly, right? We stay out of those two classes. We tend to sit right in that middle market, that BC apartment asset class, um, for a couple reasons. One, um, they tend to be properties built between 1960 to 1990, uh, which means that they are structurally um, updated. We don't have to worry about as much plumbing and electrical issues like on older buildings. Um, they have more modern floor plans, and they're right about the timeline. You know, they've they've been around for you know 40, 50 years. Um, or less, and they're just kind of right to be repositioned to sort of refresh um, the original intention of the property. Um, and we tend to find that this asset class tends to be the most stable as well. Um, when, when, the, when the economy is good, people tend to move into these properties um, as their jobs get better. When, when the economy goes down, um, we tend to see people that will move out of houses or up out of the A-class apartments into their sort of B-class, C-class assets. So at the same time, um, there's a lot of uh, really good economic reasons that this asset class tends to be really stable. It has some counter-cyclical counter um, characteristics when the economy is going down, and it has some sort of counter-cyclical characteristics as it's going up. So it tends to be a really sort of stable asset class, and that's proven out if you look at long-term default rates for this asset class. It tends to be very, very low through good times and bad. That's awesome. Um, so we've talked a little bit about what you've done. You're, you're doing as a real estate investor and as a syndicator. Um, let's get let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing as a coach. Sure. Yeah. So one of the uh, one of the one of the fun things I get to do um, is really share a lot of my experiences uh, with people who are looking to get into the multifamily syndication business. Um, I, I'm very eager to sort of see people who are smart and aggressive and want to sort of take financial control of their future. And I have students from all over the country that I meet with on a regular basis in order to um, help them develop, help educate them, help them build a team, and help them understand um, how these deals uh, materialize from the syndication world. Um, it, it's, and it's an exciting thing for me. I, I like doing it um, because I, I was helped tremendously upon my in my career to get to where I am today, um, helped by a lot of people. Um, so it's exciting to sort of see people have a vision for where they want their life to lead, and it's, it's really great to be able to share some of my network and my expertise and my knowledge in this industry. And, um, you know, frankly, it's, it's very impressive the number of, of people that actually end up getting a deal. And by saying that getting a deal, I mean they're a general partner in a multifamily syndication of at least $1 to $2 million. And that's the target that we shoot for 
with my students. You know, when I, when I tell my students as a coach, I said we want to do a deal that meets two criteria. One, it needs to be achievable, right? We don't want to we don't want to just shoot for a hundred million dollar deal right away. Like, let's find a deal that is achievable, um, and that it is achievable, and it's also um, meaningful to you, right? Buying a single buying a, a duplex would be great. Um, but it doesn't really move the needle for you financially. So let's do something that is meaningful for you, um, but yet still very achievable. And that tends to be in the one to two million dollar range. And we have a very, very high success rate, probably 70 or 80 percent success rate uh, of students who kind of go down this path um, are going to end up getting the deal, right? And that last 20 or 30 percent, I'm still working with them until they get it done. So it's very exciting to sort of see people move down this path and, and develop to, to be successful. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, so, Drew, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Whitson Capital or to connect, um, what's the best way for them to do it? Sure. I, I think the best way, there's a two ways. I would connect with me on LinkedIn um, or send me an email, drew.whitson at gmail.com. Um, I don't have a website. I don't have a Whitson Capital website. I don't do uh, any social media, and that's actually done for a very intentional reason. Um, and part of it is is that I, I keep very close relationships with my prospective investors and with my students. My goal is not to cast a very wide net. I like to go very deep, uh, narrow and deep with both my investors uh, as well as my students. So that that's done that's done intentionally. Certainly, reach out on LinkedIn. Would love to connect or uh, send me an email, uh, drew.whitson at gmail.com. Fantastic. Uh, well, hey, Drew, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Whitson Capital for both your investors and for your uh, students. So great stuff there. Uh, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to um, leave me a, uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, um, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Drew, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.